Welcome to Music to My Beers, Sunday mornings, 10 until noon. I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Cluck. And Hello. We, uh, we like to talk beer. We like to play some tunes. And um, They weren't going to allow us to have this show during the week, so we said, what about a nice piece of Sunday real estate here we, on the broadcast airwaves? Yeah, during church. And they said, we're on the air Sunday, is sure, go nuts. <laughs> so here we are, we gather every week, we talk craft beer, we play some music. And we're thankful for that, right? Yes, we have Thanksgiving coming up. This is our thankful show. We're very thankful. Thankful for you for tuning in and being our friend on Facebook and uh, we'll talk a lot about that. We have uh, some things we're going to be thankful for, and I'm going to recap Prop Day from last weekend. Yeah. It was a very fun, however, very expensive trip to Chicago for yours truly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of lessons learned that day, Zach. A lot of lessons that I'm sure I'll have to learn again and UGP again. for next year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can talk about what went well. We can do a whole SWOT analysis of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and talk about some of the things that I tasted and uh, and came home with. But we have a lot to be thankful for. Another year in the beer show books. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music, music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. It is music to my beers. Chili peppers, give it away. Thanksgiving show here on our uh, our weekly beer show. I'm Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. Welcome. Yeah, it's a good time. This is always like the uh, the lead up to one of our favorite times of the year. You know. Yeah, we get into the dark beers, the special releases, and for some reason, when the weather turns like this, you think it's okay. You're like, you know what? This is this is barley wine weather. <laughs> barley wine <laughs> and deep, rich stouts. Been brewed with maple and whiskey. Well, and we have a lot coming up. Obviously, we have um, and a great excuse to get together with friends and family coming up on Wednesday with Thanksgiving. Everybody comes back into town. If you're a beer enthusiast, you bring some stuff, you take some stuff. And then we've got Black Friday, which is the uh, day that Bourbon County is released uh, across the city here in uh, in Michiana. Yeah, which I, I should thank you um, you're for welcome. bringing a bottle back for me from Prop Day. Man, that was exciting. So that's like the first ever day that you could get any of that stuff is in Chicago at the actual location. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I managed to get out there last Sunday, and um, I will say we had so much fun, the wife and I decided to Uber it all the way back from Chicago. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah, it was until Tuesday when, you know, PayPal finally dunked my bank account. I was like, oh, got him. Uh, Prop Day, though, and I've talked about it because I went a couple of years ago. It's one of the better uh, run beer releases that I've been to. There's probably four, five, maybe five and a half thousand people that wind up going to this, and... Uh, this year it worked differently than the last couple of years I've been. There were stalls. Like, you'd get to the grounds where they had Fulton Street closed off, obviously, where the brewery is in the uh, the warehouse. And there were lines for A, B, C, and D. Oh. And they were letting people in. But it was uh, the lines. You're, you're, you sit there, you're around the corner, you think, okay, well, this is going to be a 45-minute ordeal. And it wasn't. We were probably in line in Group B for about 15 minutes. No. Oh. Okay. Maybe 20 before we got in, and by the time we got in, it was time to go to your buying group stall. You could, you know, slide right in. We were supposed to be able to get in line at 1 o'clock with Group B, and we wound up in line like 12, 20, 12, 25. We wow. got in, went to the bathroom, grabbed a couple of pours, and then made our way over, and uh, bam, got our bottles. And the big thrill, and I know if you're if you're a Bourbon County nerd, you already know this, but the rumor was, not the rumor, is there was going to be another variant of Bourbon County, a two-year-aged version that was going to come out. But it was, uh, everybody said, like all the rumors were it was going to be special release, like for charity fundraisers or... Uh, like around Chicago, just on-site enjoyment only. 
And we get there, and, and you know, as advertised, you could buy two bottles of Proprietor's uh, Bourbon County Stout. You could also get one of the Cafe de Olas. Mm-hmm. I thought, great. And then they gave you a second tier that was an additional 50 bucks, and <laughs> you got the right to buy a bottle of the Double Barrel Bourbon County brand Stout from Goose Island. Whoa. My first thought was, it had better be damn good for an extra 50 bucks. <laughs> uh, my second thought was, cool, my wife's here. I get two allotments. Let's go. Let's really just, you know, ding-ding this bank account. And yeah. Uh, over the course of the afternoon, we you know you get a bunch of tasting tokens. You bounce around and you try different different uh, variants and versions. I got a chance to try prop. It was great. I honestly think the Cafe Dola was a lot better. Oh, really? It's this weird cinnamony, orangey. It's it's a couple of different adjunct flavors that you wouldn't think would work well together. But uh, my wife and even some people standing in line with us were like, "This this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be." And maybe that's why I gave us such high marks on Untapped is because I didn't have a whole lot of high hopes for it. So is that one that we're going to be able to buy around here, too, that they're going to release? Is, you know how they, they had, like, the Northwoods one year, and that was the blueberry one. Yeah. They also had the, the chocolate orange. And what what will that one be available around here, you think? I, or? I had heard not, but at this point, I, I couldn't even oh, tell you. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah. are there enough bottles of it floating around? And I'll uh, maybe I'll bring one in for the Christmas party. It was that good. But. So I'm curious about the line, though, too. <clears throat> Did, were people drinking in line like they do for Dark Lord Day, like no, to get in? No, no, that's not allowed. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the city of Chicago. It's not some <laughs> business park in Munster. You know, <laughs> there are laws, Zach. You are in the city of Chicago. <laughs> Trying to get a feel. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, the, the lines for tastings weren't that out of hand. I don't think we were in any line for more than 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and, and we wound up leaving about 2, 3 o'clock, 2.30. Okay. You know, and decided we wanted to go to a bar post up and have even more drinky drinks. Nice. But uh, the the variants were all fantastic. Um, I had a two year reserve Bourbon County. I didn't get into the mystery pour lines too much. That was the only one I had that wasn't uh, you know written out as one of the offerings. But so the mystery pour line, they they didn't tell you what they were pouring. They were just yeah. And, well, no, they, were, they just break out different ones throughout the day. Uh, and I gotcha. out when you get up there. And uh, I gotcha. Okay. The I did find out though as I was inspecting my bottle of double barrel that uh, the ABV clocks in at eighteen point one. Whoa. Yeah. So I suppose if I'm ever low on gas money, I could just crack one of those in, and that would get me uh, to wherever I'm going. But yeah, it was a great <laughs> release, and hopefully uh, we can both win tickets next year, both go. But I figured I'd at least give you a bottle of prop because I mean. I do feel bad coming out and well, bragging like, hey, Warbucks here got the big beers. I, I do appreciate that, and I appreciate the the uh, kind gesture and the offering, um, for, well, and, especially and around this. Goose Island, like, I'm, I'm the exact kind of buyer that these Bourbon County variants are made for. I'm a completist. Oh, yeah. So I like to get all the offerings from the year and have the entire lineup. And, and because of Prop Day, now you need to have special access tickets or, you know, some nefarious means over Facebook or make some trades. But I like to have the entire complete set. And the last three years, they've been releasing more and more and more. So now the number's climbing higher. Oh, yeah. So now I think I've got all day. I've got to get like six, seven different more bottles of, uh, of Goose Island's Bourbon County when it comes out. So, yeah, I'm going to be making the rounds next Friday. You drive around in my sad van hunting for beers that I, <laughs> hey, you all got uh, any of this variant? But, uh, yeah, it was, it was the weather couldn't have been better. Yeah. You know, we had that super cold snap, and I thought, this is going to suck. But you got there. It was it was mid-40s, perfect beer drinking weather. and It looked like a good time. Yeah, and then it was classic beer release. You go, you have too much fun, you get too drunk, you buy too much merch, <laughs> you get home, and you're like, wow, did I just blow $500 <laughs> in Chicago for no reason at all? I'm at it, Uber home. Yeah, and then to 120, if you're wondering, it's 122 bucks to get from uh, Chicago to South Bend. Not bad. Yeah. Cheaper than a flight, right? 
Yeah, also a lot more expensive than the train tickets I had previously purchased that day. Note <laughs> so, so, yourself. Yeah, save, uh, no. wait to buy tickets till the, the ride back. But. Yeah, there's a there's a reason you'll never find me adhering strictly to the Dave Ramsey plan, because I do moronic stuff like I did last weekend. But it was a good time. It yeah, good time. it's all about the memories, and we're thankful for those. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I know that over the years, especially after the sale to Anheuser-Busch, a lot of the nerdier craft beer folks are like, boo, Bourbon County, boo, Goose Island. But I, I, I don't care. More it's, for me. It's delicious. I look forward to it. It's and it's beer that you don't necessarily need to break your back to find. Yeah, yeah, and, you, can, you can go out this Friday night or <clears throat> this Friday afternoon or morning yeah. and whatnot, and most of the liquor stores will have it. I'm not even sure about the list. Do you know much about the list? Are you on a list anywhere? I am not. Okay. So I am very handsome, and I am a, uh, have a customer that smiles a lot, so I'm sure that... And you got the beard, too, so yeah. they automatically know, hey, he's, he's here for Bourbon County. Bourbon County. But what about you? <laughs> have you had anything good to drink lately? Um, yeah. I know you're transitioning now from your fall and your autumn selections into more of a wintry mix. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. This past week, my wife and I, we were just thirsty for something juicy. That's what she basically told me and i went into the the liquor store and i was like you know what i haven't had firestone walker in a while so i picked up okay. their their um it's called uh mind's ipa no not mind's eye it's uh mind i'm blanking on the name right now mind mind something mind was it good it was good it was delicious it was a one of those mind haze I should have known. It's got haze in the name. I knew that she'd want something like that, but I, I picked that up. But then also, um, you know, I forget this. It, it was really hyped when it came into town, and sometimes those hype beers we get really excited about, we drink them for about a month, and then the next thing you know, you're three months down and later at a liquor store, and you're like, oh, pseudo suit drink pretty good. Uh, yeah. And so I picked up a four-pack of that, so we were drinking that uh, as well earlier this week. And it that I forget how good. I don't remember it being hazy when I first had it, because I had it out of a bottle um, with my cousin back in... 1921. <laughs> it, was, it was around... It was it was a uh, a while ago, back when when uh, it was a big deal to get zombie dust. Okay, when you couldn't find zombie yeah, dust, yeah. and this one was like the zombie dust of uh, whatever's west of the Mississippi or whatever. And I think it's evolved a little bit too, because also I think that you, Ron, and I had a can or two a long time ago, but it wasn't very hazy. But also, we I, I mean, I think it was an older can, if I'm not mistaken, because you can get it now, obviously locally, but you can also get it much fresher than you could when it wasn't available around here. Yeah, yeah, it was in in bottles, twelve ounce bottles. But now they just do the 16 ounce cans. I, I saw some King Sue as well, and I was like, ooh, might might pick that up as well. That's the weird thing about the craft beer hobby that uh, you, you find yourself going back and forth as is you know our fathers and grandfathers had like one beer they drank and that was just it. But then something like a uh, pseudo Sue will become available around here. You get hot on it, but we're getting new beers thrown at us left, right, you know, every every day. It seems like. Then you can move on and not come back. But when do you typically think you're going to downshift and go back to, like, your old favorites? I always, um, like, Turtle Tamer from Crooked U and Founders All Day IPA are two of my, my go-tos. Like when you just want to drink a beer, you don't want to think about it. You just want to have a good beer and, and either do something or, or not have to worry about, well, have I checked this in yet? Well, what do I think about this? When was this canned? Is it fresh? Yeah. I think that there's trusted names that you've you've grown up with, you've known for a while, and there's that next tier um, of brewery level. Like where I know that I'm going to go in, I'm going to get a Bell's Best Brown, and I know that it's going to be one of the best browns that I can get. Yeah. Other breweries, other, um, you know, Different regional breweries offer a brown ale, and and I'll I'll try them. I like uh, Cigar City's Maduro. That's a pretty solid brown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that with Bell's, it 
I mean, it's not only in the name, it it's tried and true, and it's been the same that it's been for the last for generations. 20, yeah. 50 years, I don't know. And I, and I think part of it, too, is getting a little bit older. Like, I find myself now a lot more conscious when I go out for a night of, you know, craft beer enjoyment uh, to keep it within a, a, a category, maybe a category or two of beers. Because, it's you know, some places in town, you know, we'll use LKT and Fiddlers and Hop Station, uh, the Lauber downtown. You can go in there and drink all night long and not have the, the same beer. Oh, yeah, constantly changing. But I'm starting to realize that's also not the greatest thing ever for my stomach <laughs> or for the, for the next day. So uh, sometimes when I go out now, I find myself thinking, right, let's just keep it to lower alcohol you know, IPAs tonight. Let's just, you know, we'll have some stouts. Maybe we'll have some sours and ease into some IPAs later. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's nice to just sit back and say, I'm just I'm going to just keep it to this. You know, every yeah. beer I drink tonight does not need to be something different that I've never had. That's a lot on your palate. And then, you know, and, and you can see it on your untapped check-ins when you're drinking one night and you've had four or five different beers. Your tongue gets a little bit numb to some of this stuff. It's right. not as your your palate isn't as nuanced. Like any beer festival you go to, the beer you you first couple of tastes, you're like, ah yes. And then by the end of it, you're like, I don't care. Just what can I Build get in What can up. I get in before I leave? <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this. Now that we've got Wednesday yeah, coming up. Yes, it's always yes, Zach. It's always yes. So you're going out on a Wednesday? I am not. Never Biggest mind. It's not always that now. <laughs> Making pies or um, getting prepped and ready for Thanksgiving. Miley plans uh, Wednesday, obviously, I have to come and do the show. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jason Lee and Cluck Show, you can catch it every Monday through Friday, uh, yeah. 6 a.m. to 10, best of yesterday morning. Uh, but a brine of turkey, and then I've got family coming into town, and it's going to be a ton of beers and a ton of laughs that night. But now nah, we're not going to go out because I, a lot of my brothers and sisters, most of them, have little kids. Oh, yeah. So it's not going to be come in, ditch, you know, nine toddlers at my mom's house and then go out and crush it at a bar all night. I think, or I think it could be. I think my bar going days on a Wednesday before Thanksgiving are probably over. Yeah, I think and, same and, here. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, you got little kids. What are you and the wife going to do? Ditch them and then go out and, you know, bang it out all night? She's not really wild about that anyway. So, like, I would always go to Goshen because I went to Goshen College. A lot of people come back into town that yeah, were yeah. either from Goshen College or high school and whatnot. And so I see a lot of friends and stuff that I haven't seen in a, in a while while and the line at my buddy's place um he has the constant spring in goshen there's a line out that door on that wednesday night like right around yeah. 11 o'clock midnight sometimes even earlier than that and so because obviously people are trying to get in and they have the bouncer and stuff but it was always a good time going out there um he's much like lkt where you can just drink you know a different thing Every single pour, you know, or you drink the same thing. I like two-hearted when I go out. But uh, for us, my, my wife was never big on that. She likes to stay at home, enjoy time with family, um, any friends that are maybe in town. She likes to have them over and stuff. But we're just, I think we're laying low. Yeah, and it, it's a young man's game. I used to, you know, uh, growing up in, uh, in like, Richland, Hickory Corners, Gull Lake, there was one one bar, and I lived down the street from it. Mm-hmm. So the night before Thanksgiving, everybody everybody comes home. But that's, you know, that's a very early 20s thing because at that point, then you've got life obligations getting in the way. And stuff, I've got to throw in a turkey into the smoker at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning on Thursday. Ooh. I can't be out all night and, you know, and foul up my entire bird, no pun intended, <laughs> because, you know, Daddy wanted to have some craft beers. But you could be up early, though, having some craft beers. I am, and I am Thursday. very much a morning person. Yeah. We'll talk more about that. We have a uh, we have a load of show to get to. We have to get news and notes. Some very exciting stuff uh, here in town going on this weekend all the way through next week and the week after. So I can't wait to hear about that. This A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B-Movie. 
1039 The Bear. This is Music to My Beers. I'm Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. Welcome! Yeah! We've uh, got two hours to kill every Sunday. The boss is just like real estate on the air. Take it. And uh, we're burning through things. We get to a point in the program we like to pair alcohol with cinema and a little thing we call the B movie. And Zach, we're getting into the Thanksgiving holidays, our thankful show. Uh, Zach Miller, you are taking sole blame for picking this movie. I am, because I recently saw it. It seems so sacrilegious. I, I had never seen it before, and uh, it was on Netflix or something, and I'm like, you know what? I've got my wife's out of town. The kids are over at my in-laws spending the night. I've got nothing to do, so why not turn on Zach and Miri make a porno? <laughs> my, my brother, who's about five years younger than me, has sworn by this movie in college. He was always talking about it, and uh, I had never actually seen it, but it's, it's pretty good. Kevin Smith movie um, stars not only, I think, He's in the movie, but uh, also uh, Jason Mewes. Yeah, his other camera. Yeah, if I remember, he was the uh, camera guy. Yes, in the movie. Yeah, I saw this in theaters when it came out, and uh, man, this doesn't seem like that long ago. But this was uh, eleven years ago now. Yeesh. Wow. Yeah, that was some time ago. So the background of the movie is basically Zach and Miri are roommates. No, it's completely. Pl- Platonic, right? Yeah, and they're they're broke. They're, they're out of money. Poor. Yeah, the <laughs> uh, power's getting shut off. The heat's off. It's freezing. She works at a coffee shop. He, what what does he do? I forget. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the water gets shut off the night of their uh, high school reunion, and they go and they, um, I don't know, somehow start talking to a guy who's involved in the porn industry and decide, you know what? There's money to be made there. What if we make our own kind of amateur movie and it ends up being a Star Wars parody that I don't know if I want to say the name. I'm just saying it's not that bad. Okay, Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. And uh and I you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you pick. Go ahead. I'm I'm gonna go with uh two. Because I'm kinda I was surprised at how good this movie was, how funny it was. Um it's got Elizabeth Banks, Seth Rogen, Craig Robinson from The Office, and uh, some other recognizable characters. But I'm gonna give it two Two Revolution Death Stars. Oh, Mainly I like how you did in that. In there with the Star Wars parody, but also that's a beer that I would bring down to Thanksgiving if we were getting together with my family this year. I'd bring it down for my brother to try because Death Stars kind of in the wheelhouse of that heavy stout. It's uh, bourbon barrel aged and it, it tastes fantastic. And that's kind of what I would do to wind down on the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, I saw this movie when it came out, and it wasn't that big of a uh, box office. The, the title of the movie made a lot of people uncomfortable. And I remember a lot of theaters in the Midwest, especially, even in my uh, where I was living at the time, they wouldn't put the make a porno part. It was just oh. Zach and Miri. Zach and Miri. That oh, was, wow. That was all they would advertise because <laughs> the word porno back then would offend some people. And uh, the movie, it cost about $25 million to make. It made about twice that. So it wasn't a commercial success. We're never going to see a Zack and Miri 2. Oh, bummer. But you know what? It's, Zach's right. It, it was not a run out to the theater and see it. It is a great sit back and watch it on Netflix, hungover on a Sunday morning <laughs> movie. Uh, it's really funny. The entire View of universe is involved. Uh, and, man, I would do just about anything for Elizabeth Banks if she asked me. What Even going back to What Hot American Summer, she's so funny. She is hilarious. Craig Robinson from The Office and Hot Tub Time Machine is in it. Uh, it's, a, it's a really funny movie. It is not a gather everybody around an event type watch. <laughs> with not, your mom. This is not something you're going to convince your wife to watch either. It's kind of a garbage movie, but it's, it's funny <laughs> in a very guy way. And I'm going to give this a three because I found three of them in my basement. I was making room for my new goose island stash. 
And my wife and I went to New Holland uh, about a year ago. Oh, yeah. And she picked up a four-pack of their banana coconut reserve uh, dragon's milk. Ooh. And I don't even remember if I helped her drink the first bottle, but I found the other part of the four-pack, three bottles, sitting in the basement behind a couple of other taller bottles. So I'm going to give it that. That would be. I, I can't wait to crush one of those. Over. I, I'm going to save them for Christmas vacation, but they're about a year and change old now. But um, Nice. And I know we mention them from time to time, but I don't think we t- we give New Holland enough dap on the show. Oh yeah, uh, everything from uh, their their hoppier offerings to, every, to their their dragon's milk. I mean, it's thick, it's great, and a cool destination too. That's mm-hmm. one of those places that you can just hop up the I don't know what yeah, thirty one. You, you and I always laugh because they have <laughs> heated sidewalks in downtown Holland, so you never have to worry about slipping on the ice. Yeah, must be nice. And there's, yeah, because there's New Holland, and then about a block down, there's a really fantastic craft beer bar. Then across the street, there's like a sports bar that has. In an order about a taps for a sports bar. There's a load of TVs, but there's like 70 beers you can get. Mm-hmm. So if you ever like to make a cheap trip, uh, that would be great. It's a good town. And to be honest, I mean, we're like a global media empire on social media, right? Uh, I mean, Is that a bit of a stretch? It's like the Kardashian kids and then us. There's okay. just a, a bit of a gap in between. Right. But we're yeah. out there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, growing in numbers for our Facebook group, which is... Uh, um, a great place to just hang out, post what you're drinking, post the beer hall from the the uh, liquor store, or uh, if you're at a really cool place like Hop Station, posting what you're drinking there. Um, so people have really jumped on board. You're going to notice that it's a closed group, so if you try to search for it, you can find it. We're but you're closed, not... but we're not closed-minded. Exactly. exactly. The motto. We, we welcome everybody. We're closed, but yet we're inclusive. And you don't necessarily have to fill out the questionnaire, but if you do... Bonus points, I guess. Um, it's uh, it's really three easy questions that are like, what's your favorite beer? What are you looking for? And what would you rate uh, beer? Uh, what's the beer movie that I'm thinking of? Beer Fest. There we go. Man, I haven't even started yet. No. Uh, so we're on Facebook. We are also uh, podcasting the show every single Monday. Sans the music. We might even have some new stuff coming up. We'll uh, we'll let you know about that. But the podcast is uh, a great listen if you want forty five minutes to kill and you just yeah. If the show is too much at two hours and you're like you know yeah. what I, I move at the speed of business. Cut the music out. Give me the beef. Let's just roll. Or if you miss it, if you miss if yes. you miss one, you miss a lot, right? Or you're like wow, those guys were talking about a beer that I need to seek out. What was it? You can go back and uh, and relive the glory. Yeah, we're on all social media. We podcast, and uh, you can also follow us on Untapped Dad Beers. Yes, Man Bear Cluck are our user handles. We will gladly toast you, and I apologize in advance. I usually do my toastings between four and six a.m. <laughs> uh, during yeah, the week. Kill. Yeah, so if I annoy you, I, I I apologize. We have a load of music to my beers to get to. I can't wait for news and notes coming up next hour. We have to get to our weekly pick six, where we whip up a custom sixer for you to roll with. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited. You know what, man? I just I hate we messed up today. We, this is I don't like talking about beer and not having one. I know. And on days when you and I have a lot going on after the show, or we've got a bunch of stuff that we need to uh, make sure we we handle, we can't be you know a little bit tipsy for just talking about it. Even when I'm not in the mood for having a beer, talking about it, your your taste buds start to to I act up thirsty. a little bit. Yeah, you gotta get to be a thirsty girl. Mm. Wreck me, King. <laughs> Not a lot of brain power is needed to uh, run a show like this. I'm Warren Cluck with Zach Miller, and uh, we're staring down the barrel of a big drinking holiday. One of the best ones. Yeah.
Uh, any big plans? Any any plans to crack open anything special this week? I know that uh, you know your brother's probably coming to town, and he owns his own brewery. No, he's no, not. actually, no. He's uh, working. He's too busy this year. He's busy with the brewery. Um, it's our year to do it. Well, it's a weird year because my wife is working Thanksgiving Day, so her family is going out east to New York to visit um, my siblings out there sibling-in-laws, um, out in New York and doing Thanksgiving that way. Uh, my family's not really doing Thanksgiving this year because we're doing Christmas together. Uh, so Our family started doing that, too, where like we just pick one and alternate. Yeah, every other year. So um, It's going to be Daddy sitting around with a barley wine and a couple of kids to babysit. Basically, Disney, yeah. Disney Plus and you know, a nice pizza, maybe some Chinese food. Disney Plus for them, football for me. Um, usually what I do, I'm going to save it for uh, our Thanksgiving day that we're going to have this year with uh, her brother who's still in town, and then also her grandma. Um, we're kind of doing a Thanksgiving on Friday. So I'll break something out there, and I typically like to break out a pumpkin beer, something that I've saved since Halloween to just enjoy. It goes well with that pumpkin pie. It's tasty. It's sweet. It's delicious. I will usually break out something not super nice because um, my family has a tendency to go, I mean, pretty heavy on Thanksgiving. You know, it's, have a few, it's have a few beers, eat until you want to, you know, vomit, and then just sit there and sip beers the rest of the day. But you get cases. Uh, yeah, and a couple of my brothers are, are craft beer guys. My brother-in-law uh, loves craft beer, but it's not for everybody in my family. They really don't care. Everybody's like two-hearted, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. So yeah, I'll, I'll take out something that I can share with some people that don't really care that much. And that's also uh, Thanksgiving is the day when typically I was always told when you go to Dark Lord Day at Three Floyds, like it's you buy it, you get it in the spring, and then you save it to Thanksgiving because that's when it's it's hits flavor peak. So I like to break one of that year's uh, Dark Lords out on Thanksgiving, and that's that's probably what I'm going to do this year. And we have the opposite holiday schedule. Everybody's going to get it for Thanksgiving, but Christmas I do nothing. Mm, so nice, sit back, it, relax. Nice, sit back, and then um, you know pop some bottles. Nice. Time to wow you with our extensive thirst. You know, this is our thirst list. The things we're after, the things we're jamming on, our pick six segment. Zach and I each throw in three things to a uh, mixer sixer. Maybe you'll take our advice and seek these beers out. Maybe you're like, this show is trash and they're garbage pandas with terrible palates. I'm going to avoid these beers at all costs. Uh, the three I'm going to throw in, and I was able to pick up two of these earlier this week, and uh, one I've had, one I'm very excited to have. Uh, we'll start with the M43. You know, we were talking oh. We were talking last hour, like there are those beers that you jam on for a while, and I know we were really excited about it when we first could go over into Michigan and get it, that there was another wave of excitement when we're like, oh, it's available in Indiana, I can't believe it, I'm so excited. And then you fall away from it, you get distracted and go on to other things, and I was at uh, Citywide earlier this week, and I walked in and I saw the M43, and I thought, I can't remember the last time I had one of these, so I snagged a four-pack of that. Uh, I got a four-pack of New Westie from Bare Hands. I haven't opened it yet, but on your recommendation, I'm like, man, i got to try that. I've passed on it a couple of times. but uh, It's so good. Is it? Yes. Yeah, it, oh. it makes me it makes me happy to, to think about trying it. The other one is a beer that I actually had on tap at Hop Station, I want to say a month, maybe month, two months ago. Uh, but I haven't seen it available in cans. Is uh, Burnham's Hipster ju- uh, Juice Bag. <laughs> juice Bag. And you pour it into a glass. It's not as hazy as like a super hazy IPA, but it, it is a little bit. But uh, it's it's really well done, and it's a little higher ABV than a sessionable beer, but it's still really, really good and super crushable. But um, I don't like many Burnham beers just because uh, early on when we were tasting a lot of their stuff, it was like it was just some of it was weirdo stuff, and uh, my palate wasn't advanced enough for it. But this 
is a good thing to get me in a, to burn them. I'm all about the hipster juice bag. If you have a chance to try it, it's uh, it's tasty. So those are my three. I want to get out there sometime. They're all, they're all, uh, you know, IPAs, so my, my, my taste, I'm sorry, is not very... <laughs> you know what, next Sunday, when we reconvene after the holiday, I'll probably have a completely different styles on my list. But those are the three that I'm like, ah, just get me through this work week. The, well, the IPA is actually, um, there's some Christmas IPAs that are out now, and that I'm, I've been digging on the Sierra Nevada. I always do it celebration. It's a fresh hop IPA. That it's, yeah, I think I saw you check this in already. Yeah, and it's ironic too because you would think like typically Christmas sales are going to be filled with like Big the and, nutmeg yeah. and um, the berries, the juniper berries, and have that kind of flavor. But the, just a fresh hop IPA from Sierra Nevada is the first one that I'm going to throw in because that one is delicious. Um, another one that I'm going to throw in is it comes from um, Maplewood. Brewing Company, which is a kind of a new brewery out of uh, Chicago area, but they've got Son of Juice India Pale Ale. Ah, I see. So you can see. All right, see where they're going uh, there. And um, lastly, I, I'm going to throw it in because it's. I, we talked about it earlier on the show, and Pseudo Sue is still one of my favorite. It's pretty crushable too. It's a low ABV um, IPA or. Um, I liked Pseudo Sue until I had King Sue. Yeah. Well, yeah, King Sue is... I mean, harder to get and a little bit more difficult to get a few of them down, but uh, the Toppling Goliath does some pretty fun work. They do. So if you can find Toppling Goliath, pick one of those up. One, so of these those days, one of these days, you and I are going to win that outstanding beer lottery and be able to go out go out to Iowa to Toppling Goliath for their SR-71 or their, their Morning Delight. One of those uber high-end releases. I've I've never had any of the, uh, the Assassin series. I'd like to try one of those. And those I, are... That, you know, that is financially on the secondary market. That is over my skis. So, well, we could do some damage out in Iowa. Maybe if Zach and I work hard, get a second job this spring, we'll be able to buy some <laughs> secondary market assassin or SR seventy one. I am delivering pizzas. Yeah, I got a side hustle. I am an Uber guy now <laughs> to afford my craft beer wish list. You can totally do that during Notre Dame season too. Six Notre Dame home games. You Uber. I'm renting my house out. I'm Ubering to afford my beer habit. <laughs> Uh, so it's like you, our very own market basket. Well, yeah, so if you know of something or even a brewery that has an event coming up that we don't know about, haven't mentioned, it's a lot of work to stay on top of this nonsense. So by all means, hit us up on our DMs. Uh, just join out, jump on our Facebook page and let us know. Um, coming up in the next few weeks, we've got a ton of drinking holidays. Do you do any drinking for Black Friday? Um, I, I, I got some relatives. that It's like their their annual tradition. They get up, they go to a bar, a third shift bar, and then they, they have some beers, and then they, you know, parking lot tailgate, and then they go launch into the outlet mall. Oh, no, I've never I've never really done that. I mean, I've gone out to do some Black Friday shopping and, and whatnot, but also to try to pick up as many different Bourbon County bottles as I possibly can um, for whatever I have left in my bank account. <laughs> Uh, but well, as far as I mean, between that and we've got the bare hands uh, peanut butter stout release coming up, yeah. it can be, it's an expensive few months of drinking. It is, and I was just thinking about um, now that uh, you mentioned it earlier, but Greenbush is on the south side. Yeah, their mug club membership is a, it's a lifetime membership. I saw that. Yeah, and it's a, not a bad price. Did you, did you pull the trigger and get involved? I might for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> might yeah. become an investor in the mug club. Uh, and you know, and, and talking about that and the Thanksgiving holiday coming up, and we've got Christmas right on the corner. It almost seems, and this is like the gluttonous uh, pig in me. It's not a big deal. Is uh, you know, your what you allow yourself changes for whatever reason for this time of year. And the same thing in when the summertime rolls around, and it's like eh, it's pool season, Sunday fun day, and I'll get 
I'll tie one on. For some reason, man, in the winter months when you're cooped up inside, you you feel the a release where you're like, ah, I'll have a few stouts on it a Saturday afternoon. I'll have it on a Sunday afternoon. Even like on a Wednesday, I've been plowing snow outside, you know, shoveling off the driveway and the sidewalk so I can get my freaking mail. I'm going to have a few, have a few uh, bottles of barley wine and kick back. And I don't know if you feel some of that or that's just me. I definitely feel that way. I don't want to be outside. I we're just not so much talking about beer. We're talking about feelings. The feelings. Thoughts. I like throwing a log on the fire and just, you know, sitting around. Yeah. And it, it's also fun because situations like that and being outside make you nurse your beer longer. Mm-hmm. You know, stouts are meant to uh, to take longer to enjoy and unless you're doing a chug video on Facebook or, or on your Instagram. But uh, the colder weather or a bonfire, a fire outside, ice fishing, it causes you to, to savor that beer longer, which is perfect because the, the beers we're drinking are just thick, heavy beasts. Need to be tamed. Uh, we, also have to, we have to talk, you and I, maybe even privately, about uh, our annual bottle shares coming up. This show for the last five years, this will be our the Christmas fifth. party. Yeah, have, uh, and the Christmas party one year is when you, Ron, and I actually devised the idea to have this beer show. Yep. And because uh, I had just gotten on on tap, we were all very excited. We were fresh faced beer lovers. You know what you brought to that Christmas party too? That was it completely was, changed the game. Yeah, it was Dark Lord, wasn't it? Yes. And uh, we, still we, my profile picture on. Uh, we've all been putting untapped. a lot of uh, we put a lot of thought and effort about the things we're going to bring. And in years past, we've all coordinated. Well, I'll bring this. You bring this. You cover this. You cover that. And uh, I've been eyeing. I've been giving the stank out of my beer cellar, thinking like, what do I need? Uh, do you have anything special you want to pop out? I've got a 2012 Surly Darkness I'm thinking about bringing. Yeah. That, that is the oldest thing I've got in my beer cellar. And I, I know it's pushing the outer absolute limits of how long you should save a beer for. Well, and speaking of that, I've got to get the um, the uh, Bourbon County 2014 off the shelf. So that that's just Everyone like automatic. Go. <laughs> it's got to go. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to eye some stuff. I've got a few things from... 2016 that have been sitting down there. Yeah, and I know that a lot of the, the conventional wisdom is that you know some stouts, some bigger, thicker beers aren't meant to be aged. They're supposed to be consumed when you drink them. We were talking about Founders, Founders Barrel Age series and Bare Hands Stout release coming up. But then there are other ones that age better. But I, I don't know any beer that urges you or says that you know because Bourbon County they have the around the label bottle conditions up to five years. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know any beers that are really like no nah, no nah, keep it as long as you can possibly hang on to it and the flavor will only improve. Yeah. We're big fans of buying two of everything, drinking one now and one later. But Shelving it for a special occasion. Yeah, I've got a 2012 I'm going to bring in, and I think I've got some 2014 bourbon counties, the old bottle style that need to go, the 12-ounce bottles before yeah. they got their own 15.7 custom glass. Because that was the last year. And then in 2015, remember what happened with that? Yeah. Uh, I've got a, I have a lot of 2015, and I had pretty good luck because I, I got like triple the amount somehow that normal people get. But I didn't have any of the infected bottles that were that were yeah. running around. You're lucky. I I did open one of mine, and it was was unfortunate. But I still I I was just curious as to you know taste and see what it was like um, because we were going to do a big proprietor's uh, vertical because I had 2014, oh, 16, 17, yeah. 18, and now I've got 19. But they didn't have it in 2015 because of the infection. So they didn't even have a prop day? Uh, I can't remember if they didn't release it or it was, it was all pretty much off the market because it's trash and everyone knows it. Or they had a prop day, they released it, and it was all bad. Mm. Uh, but you know, if you were there, if you were, uh, if you lived through... Tell the, us the story. If you lived through the infection scare of 2015 <laughs> in Goose Island, by all means, tell us your tale. Uh, give us the too long, didn't read version at the end of it, please. Uh, loads of music to my beers to get to. We have to get the news and notes. we got to close the show out, and we got to get home and get drinking. So, all right. 
Okay. It's almost the end of the show. Time to get into some uh, drinking news. It's been a busy couple of weeks, man. We have a busy couple of weeks coming up. Yeah, we've got a a lot of stuff coming up. We've actually got a couple of months from now some of the uh, really cool brew fest that we can look forward to. Springtime, I feel like, is a time where you've got, uh, I think it's the Indiana Brewers Guild's Winterfest down Mm -hmm. in Indy, and then there's all kinds of fun stuff to look forward to in and around that time, but... You tipped me off about this one. I'll just start off with this because... That's right. I scooped Zach Miller. You did. And it looks like a pretty... Tickets are actually uh, on sale now. They're $15 in advance for this event. Yeah, that's what struck me about this is the low, low, low dough ticket price. Yeah. And uh, it's happening at Four Winds South Bend, so it's a hop, skip, and a jump. Both of you and I can Uber over there for probably seven dollars mm-hmm. or less. That's the best worst thing about the <laughs> casino, is I can get there at Uber and I can also get there at Uber. They're hosting their Brews and Bands in the Bend uh, Sunday. This is Sunday after this show, March 29th, twenty twenty. Mark your calendars. Tickets are on sale now. Again, fifteen dollars gets you uh, a commemorative glass, ten tasting tickets, and you can also use those for food and drinks. So I'm sure they've got more ticket options available, too. Like, let's say you, you use all your tokens and you want to buy more. I'm sure, sure there will be some options for that. Um, if you buy them at the door, which they will be available, um, you get five tasting tickets and the commemorative glass. Yeah, so the price is a little bit different if you buy it at the door and you get uh, fewer tasting uh Tokens. So. I think we should just go ahead and buy our tickets now. Let's just do it early. Plan on being there March 29th of 2020. Again, a Sunday. Uh, the other event that's coming up, and I saw some stuff about this on Instagram. This is always a cool, uh, fun event with uh, Indie Craft Brew. Hop Lore is doing their second annual Lord of Hops. Ah. That's a Saturday, April 25th. All right. So they have like 20 plus breweries, vendors, unlimited sampling there, food and the live music entertainment. I think we had the guys in to talk a little bit about that last year. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get Joe and Stefan and the gang to uh, to yeah. they're they're far due for a visit. Um, and then the the last thing that we can look forward to, Black Note. I know you, you've collected a few bottles of that. Uh, Did you see the news earlier this week? They're all gone. But yes, go ahead. There's a vanilla. Vanilla variant. Yeah. So we can look forward to that. That's pretty tasty. And and plus, I think as of today, we're inside of a month between now and Fiddler's Hearth Winter Warmer. Oh, yeah, the 23rd. That's Ooh, happening. Girl, yeah. Second hour, we're going to be so drinky. That's I can't a wait. Monday, Monday. Perfect. That is another Music to My Beers in the Bag. Thank you for joining us. We are thankful for you. This closes out the thankful edition of Music to My Beers. We'll do some trickster with thanks. Give it to me good. I added the thanks part. Oh, okay. All right. Real Rock out of Bears. Music to My Beers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.